Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey, Dad, and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Uh, it'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Eupora. Oh, that would be a little weird. That keeps our, the- our, our, that's our theme for the week is cities where you can uh, – coffee-related cities. Eupora. You pour a cup of coffee every morning. Oh, I didn't know where you were going with there that. There we go. Eupora is a, is a nice little town. It's about Look at eight you. miles. I see what you're doing miles. here. What? I know what you're trying to do. What? They hate you in Eupora. They don't hate me. Some some do. <laughs> they hate you. Some, some might. Bobby Falk is public enemy number one in Eupora. My father was a Eupora legend, I'll have you I, know. Well, yeah, they love Big Daddy. And, and so, so were my grandparents. Everybody loves Big Daddy. Yeah, or if you if you don't love my dad, you're just a real piece of crap. I'm just, just going to. I mean, that's your dad, so you got to be biased. But I would just be the first to tell you if you can't like Big Daddy, you and I could never be friends. He made a fine bomb the other day, sitting on the rail. Oh yeah, yeah. Feinbaum had no idea the That's, best interview he could possibly have was 20 feet behind there's him. There's a real legend sitting right behind exactly. him. Exactly. But, yeah. yes, Eupora would be a great spot for Strange Brew if they decided to there you go. make a trip down 82. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And don't forget, when you support Strange Brew Coffee House, you support the Bulldog Initiative. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. If you're looking for clothes, they have an incredible selection of shirts, polos, t-shirts, caps, everything you need there. But also, if you need other stuff for your house, for your car, for your tailgate, whatever you need to know to let people, whatever you need to let people know that you're a Mississippi State fan, they've got it. College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area, originally by Fleet Feet, flowed by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. It is just the best place to go eat a meal in this state. Period. All right, I just said it. So this yes. Number one. They don't like it. Well, then again, it goes back to you and I not being able to be friends. The best lunch, the best dinner, the best Sunday brunch. It's all right there on the corner of Maine and Washington here in Starkville. It's Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi here ready to serve you Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. 
Guys, we talk all the time on this podcast. You know, we want to see people eating locally and shopping locally and supporting their communities. It's just as important to bank locally, and Priority One Bank gives you that opportunity, the chance to do business with people that you know. If you're a Priority One Bank customer, you already know how great their app is. It's smooth, streamlined. You can do a lot of things on that app, a lot more than just move your money around. Basically, everything you can do at a Priority One Bank branch, you can do there on the app. Check it out today if you haven't already. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Tuesday means uh, that on, we're recording on a Monday, which means we just got back from campus and talked to Zach Arnett uh, uh, about uh, his team, about the week, uh, the week that was and the week that's to come, Mississippi State, South Carolina. 6.30 p.m. kickoff. We did learn that Mississippi State, Alabama will be an, <laughs> an 8 p.m. kick. Uh-huh. You know, I was thinking about that. <clears throat> and from a fan perspective, if you're a fan that's a tailgater and all that, that this is the best thing ever, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. That, that's, that's one back in the day that we would have gotten to campus at like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning and just been out there for 9, 10 hours and just having a great time. From our perspective, you're like, oh. But you know what? This, this football is for the fans. So I think I – think, and, and the thing is, and everybody is, is still all in their feelings about Saturday, and I get that, but the state's got a good chance to be 3-1 and one playing this game. Yeah, and if you do that, that place is going to be slammed. It's going to be rocking, yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, it'll change in a hurry. You, yeah. We know that. Yeah. So, we talked about a lot of things w- w- with Zach Arnett, but Stefan Krajnik, my handsome young son, asked a question. Krajnik. Kra? Do a J? J? Krajnik. Krajnik. There you go. I was no. trying to roll it. You're trying to roll that R. There's no roll. It's Kra. Krajnik. There you go. Krajnik. Yeah. I just call him Steph. Yeah, you sound like you're about to say Hayden. He said he said it the other he said the other day like I was I was the quickest to just adopt Steph of anybody. I mean, I call him Steph, but I mean at the same time I, I, did, I didn't even mess I around. His last like, name. Ah, hey Steph. No, I, mean, I, I I I usually just say Krajnik. That's not right though. Yeah, well I'm I'm uh, you're from you're from Redneck, Winston County, and though. that's all that matters. There you go. I use that in my defense of any pronunciations that I have. I thought David Murray made a really good point today about rednecks. He said, rednecks should be judged by how far you li- you grew up from a road that has a line on it. There, there could be different stages yeah. of rednecks. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, if you grew up more than 20 miles from a road that had a line on it, you're probably a yeah. redneck. Well, I grew up in neighborhoods, but yeah. yeah. Now, like, it's, it's crazy. Like, I grew up in neighborhoods. Now I'm distanced myself from everyone outside of, like, family that's across the road from me. I live in, you know, the backwoods at this point. I don't see another house if I'm sitting on my porch. So I've progressively turned more redneck, I guess, over the last few years. So he Stefan asked the question about Mike Wright, and it didn't phrase it in a are you going to make a change kind of way. Just just kind of gave, gave Arnett a little rope there to see what he would say. And he just talked about, he's like, you know, we're always going to have a package for Mike Wright. Well, first off, Coach, I would I would debate that with you. Yes. I would debate that with you because if you have a package for Mike Wright, it's really odd that this, you know, three games in the season, we really haven't seen much of it. But I think that, you know, without without suggesting they do one thing or the other, you and I should talk about the, the potential for a quarterback change here at Mississippi State. First off, I never thought – I would see Mississippi State fans have a more polarizing player than Nick Fitzgerald, but Will Rogers is that guy. Yeah, it is really 
love or hate. There is no there's, there doesn't seem to be a lot of middle ground right now with Will Rogers. Kind of really ramped up his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Whenever he was the guy, I mean, it was always like this dude's just a freshman, and he's actually you know played pretty well, and you know he's he's going up against some really good teams in the SEC and giving his team a chance. So everybody was giving him the benefit of the doubt, but since then, I mean, he has absolutely been like when he was a hundred percent the guy, mm-hmm. it started to become really polarizing. And yeah. every time there's ever been, you know. Any kind of issues on the offensive side of the ball, it's always, you know, it always falls on his shoulders. And that's, it's fair in some sense and it's not in other sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're talking about a guy that is the quarterback of the offense. The quarterback's the most important part of a, an offense. And, you know, it, it's, it could be the most important part of your team. So he is going to have to answer for a lot of it. But there's also times where it's not fair to criticize Will Rogers for certain things. I think he should – I think there are certain things that he should be criticized for from last week. Um, he didn't play his best game. And then there's there's some parts of it – I mean, what – there's certain things you say, well, that's just – I mean, there's certain things that he just can't do. It's, it's not really his fault. He just can't do do mm-hmm. it. You know, I mean, it's, it's just the hand that he was dealt by God. I mean, there's just – there's obvious limitations for, for Will Rogers, and that's okay. Every quarterback has something, unless you're, you know, the greatest of all time, every quarterback has something that you can point to as an issue. And for Mississippi State, especially in this current offense, the limitations that he has athletically and all of that, is glaring. It's it's shown up in the first few games, and you know that's it's got to be a conversation at this point. Yeah, and I don't really know what the takeaway from Zach Arnett saying. You know they'll have packages, or if you know if the coaches have some plan for Mike Wright, but if they aren't at least speaking about maybe we should try Mike on a couple possessions, then they're missing. A lot of opportunity, I think, or or at least a chance to see what can happen in this offense outside of Will Rogers. I have never, I was never a big fan of the old Jackie Sherrill give the backup a third, the third series kind of thing. Yeah, because if you're rolling the first two series, stick with your guy, right? Right, you're like, hey, we're gonna scrap that, and he would do it no matter what. He could go up fourteen nothing, score on the first two possessions, and he would he would change quarterbacks. Yeah, Mullen did that. Mullen would do that as well. So. What I think you do is you go in with the plan, like this is the plan. But if Rogers comes in and he's and something's going on and he's firing on all cylinders and cylinders and and, and states making making moves and they go up, they put you know 10, 14 points on the board early. Then you just tell Mike like, all right, we're gonna have to wait because we we don't want to make a change here. And he'll he'll get that. He's smart enough to say, hey, well, we're rolling. Let's not let's not mess with the uh, the karma there. But I do think that you do have to plan this week to play Mike right. A considerable amount more than you have in the past for two reasons. One, like we've been saying, you can't continue if you're not getting results. You can't continue to go down the same road because you're just going to end up at the same place. But two, and again, I, I, I was really surprised by the uh, reaction to Arnett's comments on the student section. Yeah, people were like, well, "He needs to be." That is the last thing you want a football coach to be doing is to be listening to the crowd and listening to people like me and Robbie. You don't you don't want that. Can you imagine if he would have come out and said, "Yeah, that really pissed me off that I was, you know, I was trying to talk to the team and the fans were distracting me." 
Or if he had just or something like that. Can you imagine if he had if gone he the other way and been like, yeah, I heard what the fans said and maybe I should be listening to them. No. Yeah. You should not be listening to the fans. They're the fans for a reason. You're the coach for a reason. It's proof that like there's certain things that just are you never going to win. Yeah. But anyway, but regardless of that, you do have to take into account that, and it goes back to what I said a couple weeks ago. This is an entertainment business a little bit. And like, if you just keep putting the same guy out there and nothing's happening, people are just going to say, I'm not coming to the game. Yeah. I'm not going to come to the game. And Arnett's smart enough to realize that. I, I would be, I'm at the point now where I would be really surprised if Mike Wright doesn't have a big role on Saturday to the point where he could play well enough to win the starting job. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. I said it the other day. It's impossible, and I, I truly, truly mean that. It's impossible for the offense to be worse than it was in the first five series. You're right. Even if they came out and threw three interceptions and five drives or something, you can't convince me that they wouldn't have had more than seven yards offensively in that stretch. I, I just I refuse to believe it, and especially with a guy that runs you know the the zone read really well he's mobile he can get out of the pocket even if he's has limitations throwing the football Mississippi State starter has limitations yes. throwing the football too I mean it's it's not like you're replacing like I I don't I, god I hate piling on this kid because I've known him his entire life mm-hmm. but I'm just trying to to talk about this logically here mm-hmm. It's not like you're replacing not like you're not Aaron Rodgers yeah. at quarterback. It's not I mean, like you're it's, talking about Will like he's not a human being. Right. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm not trying to demean this guy, but like Mike Wright is not that far apart. You know, right. like as far as you know, throwing ability, I, I, we've seen Mike Wright throw. It's, he's not incapable of throwing a ten yard pass. You know, so uh, you know, I'm. He's, you at least got to try, especially you, just if, to see. And, and I said this on Sunday too. This could be something that brings something out of Will. Mm-hmm. That you know, and I'm not saying that he's like let up or anything, but competition always kind of brings the cream to the top. Everything is is always better when you have competition. You don't want your quarterback getting comfortable if he feels like he's fighting for his job. If he feels – and maybe he's had that, that mindset the whole time. I don't know. But maybe this could bring something out of him that we haven't even seen. So I don't see a problem with saying, you know what, we just put up 14 points last week. We couldn't move the football hardly at all until, you know, towards the end of the game. Let's let's shake it up a little bit. Let's see what happens. What's the worst that can happen? You lose the ball game? Well, I mean, a lot of people think you're going to do that anyway. So – See what happens on the offensive side of the ball with a new quarterback for a couple of possessions. You don't have to sit Will at the end of the bench and give him the the water cooler. I mean, just let's see what Mike Wright can do for a possession. And if it's a complete disaster, hey, you have work. to you have to be able to tell Will Rogers, we're going to make a change here this series. All right, especially if you get you know first couple series you don't do anything. You have to be able, Will has to be mature enough to handle. Being told we're gonna we're gonna take him off, we're gonna take you off, we're gonna put Mike in. If he has success, he's gonna stay in. If he doesn't, we're probably gonna go back to you. But that has to be he has to be mature enough to hear that. And yeah. Barbe has to be looking at it like this. We say it all the time: the coaches rather lose their way than win somebody else's. Obviously, Barbe's way 
is going to roll quarterbacks out for some of these passes. Rolling Will Rogers out is, is a waste of time. Yeah. All right. He's not fast. Never mind that he's not fast enough to run if the play breaks down. He, he's not really fast enough to roll out before the pressure gets there. Yeah, that that's one thing I noticed. Rolling the other day. him out into Harold Perkins the other day, I was just like, yeah. what what are you thinking? What's and the then, thought process? You know, some of the plays it takes a little bit to develop. And, you know, a guy goes in motion, Will turns around, fakes a handoff like a play action rolls out. You got to have a guy that's that's pretty mobile mm-hmm. because immediately when he's trying to roll out, uh, Makai Wingo or somebody was like right on top of him. Mm-hmm. So the play was taking a little too long to develop, and you just didn't have a. I mean, this offense is just not sustainable for a guy that has been throwing the football as much as Will has in the pocket. <coughs> and I do think some of that is on Barbe. It is. It is, and some of it's on this offensive line too. We're. It's not fair for us to just pile pile on Will. When there's so many other issues going on, it's not just Will that is like struggling right now. The offensive line has not been good at all. Correct. The play calling has not been good, and the you know the game planning for the personnel right now is not great. I, I again, I love this offense from the from what it can do, but they're not maximizing their potential here, and. I want to see what it looks like with a guy that's that's mobile in the pocket, a different style quarterback. And again, if that doesn't work, then hey, it just didn't work. But I have a feeling that there's some there's some big play potential in this offense with Mike Wright getting a few snaps too. Mm-hmm. And you can still if it, if it is like a whole we just have packages for him, that's fine. Play like play both of them in and out, but not one play and go sit down. I, I think. This would be much more sustainable offensively if you have a guy running a whole possession. Give him more than one snap. You can't, you can't justly look at a quarterback on based on one play on a possession. You know, I mean, like yeah. bringing him out there for the fourth down the other day and then taking him right back out. Like, how are we supposed to evaluate what he can do at quarterback like right. that? Right, you can't. You can't. I mean, you've got to give him opportunities there. So. And if we are evaluating him right now, his evaluation is through the roof and what he's been able yeah. to do. I mean, if anything, it it I makes even see, more sense. I need to see how Mike Wright does on a play that breaks down. Yeah, I need to see how he reacts when the pressure gets to him. I need to see, you know, and, and quite honestly, Arnett and Barbe need to see those things. Yeah, maybe they're seeing them in practice, but it's not. It's it isn't the same. It is not the same. I, I you know, I would just. I want to know why he's not getting these opportunities. Is it is it you know loyalty? Is it they just have gone in saying we are not going to create a quarterback controversy or whatever? Or is it he's just not doing well at practice? Because when we saw him at practice, I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, this is a yeah. guy that's that's he's thrown almost two hundred passes in his career. Mm-hmm. And over two thousand yards, twenty two yeah. touchdowns. That, yeah, this isn't. I mean, this isn't like you're throwing somebody into the fire. This isn't He's Mississippi the State fans and, and us saying they need to go to Chris Parson. Yeah, we're saying this guy has proven that he can win games in the SEC, that he can move the football. Thousand yard rusher. Get, you 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 can. You're not. You, this it's not the same thing. That it's not the normal backup quarterback talk. Normally, when you're talking about, we would say you should go to the backup. It's state. It's you should be trying something new. He can't be any worse. You know, I know we don't. We've never seen him play, but you know, you've got to do this. 
This is different. Which is what we did with Will Rogers. Yeah. When when he when exactly he, it, it was time to try him out because KJ Costello couldn't get it done in the air raid, and Will came in and performed incredibly well for a true freshman. In his last three years, he's I think he's done a really good job. But you, I mean, you at least got to it's the for this style of offense. We've seen it now. We've seen the the issues that you're going to have here. And we've seen Mike Wright a good bit at this point too, and it. I just think that it's it's probably time to give him a possession or two just to see what he can do. Yeah. He's one for one all time too at Mississippi State, so yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you you don't get any better than a hundred percent. It literally percentage. does not. It literally does not. So, but I I'm I interested that, to see. And you you guys, you know. Rogers was not at the uh, the afternoon press conference. Was told he'll be at the the evening press conference. So by the time you listen to this, Rogers will have had been asked some questions and, and things of that nature. So I, I think it's, a, it's an unfortunate situation. Yeah, but it just is what it is. And this is this is it, true of any time you make a quarterback change. Yeah, you, that the quarterback change. Nobody changes quarterbacks because they're winning. Mm-hmm. Nobody says, "Hey, things are going well, but maybe they could go better." You yeah. know. It's always because this isn't working, and you know whether whether you like it or not, and you get attached to your quarterback. You know you don't want to you don't want to see that guy fail. He's the face of your program. Mississippi State fans wanted Will Rogers at this point in the season to be breathing down Aaron Aaron Murray's neck, yeah. and and you know moving the football and 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 getting big numbers. No, nobody's happy. Oh, I, I there probably are some people who are happy, but they're sick people. Yeah, I, I want to just come out and tell you. There's a bunch of people weirdos. that are happy. You're a bunch of weirdos. There are a bunch of people happy about this. Yeah. But most most Mississippi State fans were just like, I want to see Will Rogers become the all-time leading passer and win football games and have a, a big final year at Mississippi State and have a chance at the NFL. That's not going to happen. And so, and this isn't in, this isn't his fault. Yeah, this is an offense that obviously it, it's predicated on. There's some RPO concepts, rollouts. We've, I mean, they tried to run a bunch of rollouts with him the other day, and it just did not. Work, yeah. Um, so there's got to be some kind of, uh, you know, versatility there as far as being a runner, getting out of the pocket, and being able to evade pressure, extend plays, and for this style of offense, you at least have to see what Mike Wright can do in it. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. I just have a feeling that he can do a lot of good things, uh, just based on what we've seen so far. Until he proves me wrong on that, I just have a feeling that there's a lot of things that you can do in this offense differently with him there. And um, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe they're just bound and determined not to try it. Maybe they're trying to hold their cards close to the vest this week and there will be more Mike Wright. But Well, I mean, I, you, you certainly wouldn't announce the change today, right? right. You wouldn't give South Carolina – Five days of preparation for him. If you're going to change court, if you're going to make a real full on change, you're going to do it that Saturday. You're going to announce that at game time. And and you know maybe maybe you don't even make a full change, but you at least allow him to play some. And listen, this is the time to to try this. This is the time to do it. Yeah. Still, none of us play for. None of us projected Mississippi State to beat LSU. Let's 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 be fair. Uh, no one expected MSU, unless you're just an eternal optimist right. person, nobody expected MSU to win that game. So everything is still in front of you that you wanted to do this year. Mm-hmm. 
you need, you have to win this. And this is the time to try something like this. Shake it up. See what happens. Because you got this game, and then next week you got a game against an Alabama team that's, they've got major questions at quarterback. I know State's really struggled with them, but, you know, it's the SEC is not the, you know, immovable force right now. So yeah, Agreed. All right, let's move on into our SEC picks. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. When you're cooking out this weekend, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. If you're looking for great recipes for your tailgate, they've got them at msbeef.org, plus a lot of great information about the beef industry here in Mississippi and our 15,000 beef producers providing $500 million a year to our agribusiness uh, coffers. You like that word, coffers. You like that? Excellent word. Thank you. Sounds like something out of the you know, 1920s, oh, it's, it's an old 1800s. person word. That's yeah, very much an old person word. Yeah. I guess that just makes me old-fashioned. I don't know. This makes you old. Maybe, maybe I'm just old-fashioned, but I, I like to eat beef. Maybe you're just old. Still still spry enough to take you down. <laughs> have you have you on the floor tapping out? Well, that's nothing to brag about, let's it's be true. honest. It's true. Beef, it's what's for dinner. <laughs> Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Guys, Two, Two Brothers is always busy. You probably go by there if you, you're like, why is it always so busy? Well, there's a reason for that. The food's good. And that's the number one thing in the restaurant business. If you don't have good food, well, then nothing else can save you. There's a reason Two Brothers was able to move from a you know a 10-seat restaurant into a 100-seat restaurant. And then there's a reason that people keep going in, and there's always a line there. It's because the food is outstanding. So if you haven't been there already, check them out. Two Brothers Smoked Meats, Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District, another Bulldog Initiative business. Great products, great service. That's the what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they got 48 years' worth of receipts to prove that they do it. How many of their customers keep coming back? When they need a new copier, when they need a new printer, anything, they're calling the same people at Advantage Business Systems because they know they'll be taken care of. That's the difference that you get between being a neighbor and being a number. So give them a call at 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business to do business. Real quick break. I am gonna. I need to turn this fan towards me. It's hot in here. Hold on. It is a little warm. I'll be back. There you go. You good now? Much better. Okay. I could actually go for more. See, this is what makes the show so great. We don't we don't edit things out. No, no, we'll leave it in. This is so Sebastian who works here. He and I are like an old married couple on this one. Like I, I prefer it to be cooler in here, but he likes it a little warmer in here. Yeah. So I'm about to go buy him an electric blanket or something. Just. We'll have a b- battle royale for the No, I don't supremacy. want to fight. I don't want to fight Sebastian. I like Sebastian. Yeah, he's nice. I think he could take me too. He's 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 got he's got he's got big hands. A lot of a lot of punch. A lot of punching power. That's true. You gotta be so, careful with those guys. Yeah. The Rogue and the Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. That's the place to find the new polo or pullover that you're looking for. Guys, Robbie and I were walking uh, from the stadium to our cars today and we're just like, man, this is the this is the sweet spot of Mississippi weather. That means we're only a few weeks away from cooler temperatures. Time to get a new quarter zip, a new pullover. They have an incredible selection at the Rogue, and they've got the logos that you guys want. So if you haven't already, check out the Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. Therogue.com is the website. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. We have got some fantastic SEC games to pick this week. 
great games. Let's get right into them. Let's get rid of the one, we'll get rid of the ones that we, we're going to agree on. Uh, Texas, I'm sorry, Tennessee to beat Texas San Antonio, but don't 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 for one second think Texas San Antonio can't put some points on the board. They can. That's true. But they'll win. Uh, or Tennessee will win. Florida back in the top twenty-five. Huh? Everybody's like, oh, Florida, they're fine. It's going to be okay. Eh. But they'll beat Charlotte this week with our guy Biff Piaggi, guy who uh, yes. with the the the, the cut off tank tops right. and all that. I love that guy. Georgia against UAB. Trent Dilfer, low key, not Deion Sanders. I don't think he's very good. It's not working out there. And then Missouri, suddenly three and zero and and rolling, taking on Memphis in St. Louis this week. Memphis is three and zero as well. That could be a good game, but I'll take Missouri. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't super impressed with Memphis the other night. They weren't. They, they, they had a chance to lose against Navy, but they're three and zero. None of them beats the alternative. All right, let's go to the games that we're gonna disagree on. Eleven a.m. on ESPN. Auburn at Texas A&M. I think you and I both said that if this game was at Auburn, we might consider going with the Tigers. Yeah, this is the this is going to be the first loss for Hugh Freeze and company. They haven't been, you know, just setting the world on fire right now. But you know, I think they're going to be good in time. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas A&M I'm going to give the edge being at home, and you know, I don't think Texas A&M is a is a dumpster fire right now. Mm-hmm. It, the question is going to be whether or not they can get to nine or ten wins, probably. But this one, I think they should be able to win. Yeah, I'll take the uh, the Aggies to win here. But I think it'll be a low-scoring game. Uh, Kentucky at Vanderbilt. You know, before the season, we were like, mm. you know, Vandy could uh, <laughs> could have a real chance in this one. I don't think so. Now, although I don't, I don't necessarily think Kentucky is very good either. Yeah, they were but, struggling uh, with Akron for about three and a half quarters. Yeah, I'll go with the Wildcats. Yeah. I mean, All right. Just. Awful first part of the schedule. Here we go. Number 15, Ole Miss, at number 13, Alabama. Uh, Ole Miss is 3-0, but if you watch Saturday's game against Georgia Tech, they gave up almost 500 yards of offense. Uh, They gave up 23 points and, what, had a field goal blocked. Georgia Tech had a field goal blocked and lost possession on turnover and downs inside the 10. So Dropped dropped a touchdown touchdown pass. They had two touchdowns they should have had, and they didn't. I, Alabama announced Jalen Milrow will be the starting quarterback against Ole Miss. That's the right move for sure because they can run the football, mm-hmm. and Ole Miss can't stop the run. My, my questions about the Ole Miss defense, I, I'm getting answers, and they are not the good ones for the Rebels. I think Alabama wins this game pretty easily. Yeah, and add in the fact that Kiffin's doing the mind games thing, yeah. he's just pissing them off. Yeah, and that, like I, I don't think that's the way to to go against Bama. No. That this is setting up to be, you know, Ole Miss thinks they're going to win, and Alabama blows them out like they did two like, years ago. Yeah, that that exact thing yeah. happened two yeah. years ago, and that was with Corral. Yeah. Although I will say this, Dart is playing really well. He is. He's no, playing he's well. Not making he, a ton of mistakes. He is a guy who he took this quarterback competition and personally. He took. I think he took it a little personally, and he's yep. like, and somebody who was I talking to? Was it was it you? We were talking about Spencer Sanders yesterday. Yeah, me and you were yeah. talking about how like like. Everybody would want him. And Walker Howard. Just like yeah. there are two guys on the Ole Miss roster that could be starting at other places, but they're but they're at Ole Miss. Yeah, but those guys I mean, unless Dark gets hurt, both those guys are gonna waste a year. Well spend, much. for Sanders, it's that's Sanders it. he's done. gone. Howard probably came in with the idea of I'll be the he's guy. Be the next guy. Year. He's gonna be the next guy. Dark's he's gonna a, go pro at the way he's going right he'll now. He'll be he'll be a uh, sophomore. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. But then they have that other kid. 
the Simmons yeah, kid I mean, that, is like he's he's never going to play. Well, it's one of those deals where you just recruit as many great players yeah. as you can, and yeah. no matter what happens, you got a great player that, that comes that, that's in. Smart. I mean, they, they've smart. done a good job there. All right, but yeah, if you know, I, I'm very interested to see because I think Bama's defense is is really it's good. good. It's good. Uh, now Texas scored some points on them, but Texas offense is re- is great. Mm-hmm. I, I think Bama is going to be able to scheme this game. They're going to have the players where. Ole Miss isn't going to be able to do what they did against Georgia Tech and uh, Tulane and some of those teams. So what happens to Ole Miss when they're getting neutralized offensively? If they're not scoring a bunch of points, if they have four straight possessions, can they get three stops and four possessions against against Alabama and stay in the ballgame? I'm going Alabama. I, I think that they cover, but... You know, Ole Miss does have some talent on the offensive side of the ball. We'll see what happens. But I think Alabama, this is a get-right week for them. And in the past, when people have started to doubt them, they've come back mm-hmm. stronger than ever after that happened. Mm-hmm. So if this follows the same trend, these next two weeks are going to be, you know, Mississippi teams getting murdered on live television. But, I, you know, I don't know if this is the same Alabama team or not. Mm-hmm. All right, last game we're going to pick here. Arkansas at LSU. Arkansas got a real big slap in the face of reality last week, losing at home to BYU. Did you watch that game? You yes, see I did. It? Did you see the catch? Yes. That was insane. But then, on top of that, Arkansas I thought the, just I thought Arkansas impressive. had it had it won. I thought nah. it was and then, and then all of a sudden BYU's right back in the ball. I mean, I don't I still don't know the health of Rocket Sanders. Is he going to play? It's kind of funny this year like the two obvious first team all SEC running backs have been battling injuries and and are not productive so far. Well, Judkins and, two, and Sanders. I mean, two guys that that just got rode mm-hmm. the last two years. Mm-hmm. I mean the last year, mm-hmm. I guess. And I mean over time that that affects a running back. I mean, you 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 only have a certain amount of hits in your body, mm-hmm. so you know I think that's that's playing a factor. Uh, Judkins definitely hadn't had that same look to him right, right. now. Yeah, it's not. But the offensive line hasn't been great either. But I I think this game in particular, I just don't see Arkansas defensively being able to stay on the field. Yeah, and still not just blown away by this offense either. I I don't think Arkansas is great. I don't either. So, yeah, we will both take the Tigers, I guess, on this one. So, no changes this week either. We're still going to be two games up on you uh, after this week. We'll see what next week brings. Tomorrow's the rumblings. You know what to do. Send the questions in. Uh, We'll have uh, some interviews this week. Already got a couple of them lined up uh, to talk about Mississippi State, South Carolina, and uh, maybe a little bit more. I I think I might reach out. I I had an idea. I want to get your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I thought about reaching out to Brandon Marcello because that's a guy who wasn't high on state. To start the season, yeah, but even he, I think, has been surprised by how hapless State was on Saturday. I want to get his thoughts? I feel like a lot of people that that caught heat early mm-hmm. are starting to. Get I'm just going to go and tell in. you, by the way, yeah, the people because Mississippi State fans this year decided they weren't going to take it, yeah, and they fired back, and now it's looking like State's not going to be good. Y'all just go and get ready. There's going to be some some cheap shots taken, yeah, and at that point, it's earned. At that point. You know nothing yeah. you can do about it. So. No, I I was at the forefront of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I will. Here's the thing about me, Brian. Mm-hmm. I will I will turn quickly if it looks like things are not going to plan. Yeah. I I have no. I'm not going to stick with my guns on stuff if it's not working out. So I have no reservations coming out and saying, 
you people were correct and we were all wrong. Yeah. But we'll see what happens this week. If if State wins this week, nothing has changed from my predictions. Yeah. It was kind of like what happened last year. Nothing changed. When State lost to LSU, I predicted Mississippi State was going to lose to LSU. So nothing – if State can win this week, nothing has changed for me. There you go. That's a big if. I, I, I predicted State to lose this game. You did. I have State two and three after the first five. So. I, I, I could literally, state fans could be melting around me, and I'll just be like, this is what I told you was going to happen. Yeah. And then it'll just depend on what happens or so. We'll see. Guys, I get the feeling it's going to be an angry rumblings, but go ahead and send those questions in. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a lot of questions tomorrow and be like, okay, we already answered that one. Yeah. Uh, we already hit on that. So we'll do it, though. Guys, have a good one. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk, Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.